98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines, Hong Kong is expected to see over 1,100 new coronavirus cases today. The government says it wants its rule to restrict the mixing of families at private dwellings to send a clear message that gatherings should stop. And industries affected by the new anti-epidemic measures brace for a big drop in business. Sources say Hong Kong's coronavirus cases will continue to skyrocket to reach a record high of over 1,100 today, which is nearly double the number of yesterday's infections. Medical experts have warned of an exponential rise in infections if the Omicron variant keeps spreading. A senior health official has urged people to comply with the ban on mixing of more than two households in private dwellings. Speaking on a morning radio show, the Permanent Secretary for Food and Health, Thomas Chan, said officials want to send a clear message to the public that such gatherings should stop. But he added authorities will not patrol and check people's homes. Mr. Chan says there are exemptions for the new rule, which comes into effect tomorrow. If carers are there to take care of someone and they aren't just visiting, then they won't count towards the two-household limit. There are many situations, like people visiting a home for repair work, delivery or for barber services. These involve only two households, so they won't violate the rule. Government and expert advisor Ivan Hung says the government's newly announced anti-epidemic measures, including a ban on unvaccinated people entering supermarkets, malls and other places from February the 24th, will encourage people to get jabbed. Yes, I think the current measures and together with the imposing of the visa uh, is actually encouraging people. And also, of course, the, the current wave is actually encouraging those who are unjabbed to, uh, to get vaccinated. Uh, and of course, uh, the important things to do is to uh, increase the number of vaccination centers uh, so that people can ease, you know, easily get vaccinated. Some industries affected by the government's vaccine pass scheme will or have expressed concern that the plan will lead to a big drop in business. Speaking on an RTHK show, Chan Kam Wing from the Federation of Hong Kong Kowloon and New Territories Hawker Associations said public markets have already seen an up to 40% drop in the flow of people since it became mandatory for visitors to use the Leave Home Safe app. He expects the flow of people to drop by another 20 to 30% after the van- vaccine mandate takes place. Our customers are mostly older people, like old residents living in the area or long-time customers. According to government data, most of those who are unvaccinated come from this age group, if you don't count children. So this will have the greatest impact on our business looking forward. Yes, more people are buying food, but they are not buying food at the markets. They are buying from shops outside the markets. Those stores are crowded, but markets are empty. Virtually all residents of Discovery Bay, as well as recent visitors to the area, have been ordered to undergo COVID-19 tests by the end of Sunday after authorities found the coronavirus in sewage samples. Some residents say they weren't too worried that Discovery Bay would become the next COVID-stricken area. Just go for a test is doesn't bother me too much. Actually, it's, it's okay for me. I found it this morning, so I get back in my office to, to get my laptop and office stuff and get back home. Not quite worried about it to be the next quite strong because at least I think people, it's only around 20,000 people, but the DB is very big, very spread around, and so 
not very very concentrated area so it'd be fine this is all, almost spread over over hong kong so it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter which district we are going the government has lifted a lockdown on a residential block in Shem Shui Po, where they found 29 preliminary positive COVID cases. Authorities said the operation at Fu Yut House in Fu Chung Estate, Estate was lifted at 8.30 a.m. and that f- around 4,820 people went through two rounds of testing. The lockdown was imposed on Monday evening after sewage samples from the building tested positive for the coronavirus. The operation was meant to end yesterday morning, but was extended. Authorities have also lifted lockdowns on two residential blocks in Taipo after finding four preliminary positive cases in one of them. The government said the lockdown at Wang Chi House in Wang Fuk Court was lifted at 9.15 a.m. and around 530 people were tested. The block was one of two put under lockdown after sewage samples taken from the buildings tested positive for COVID-19. The testing of around 500 people at nearby Wang Xing House didn't return any positive cases, although one person needs to be retested. The former president of Baptist University Student Union, Keith Fong, has been acquitted by the district court of possessing laser pointers to hurt police during the 2019 social unrest. But he was found guilty of resisting police arrest and perverting the course of justice. Vicki Wong reports. The court heard that Keith Fong bought 10 laser pointers in Sham Shui Po on August 6, 2019 and resisted arrest after he was spotted by an off-duty police officer. Delivering his verdict, Judge Douglas Yao rejected the defense's argument that Fong bought the laser pointers for stargazing. However, the judge noted that he wasn't arrested near a protest site and there were no batteries in the laser pointers. Justice Yao said although it was suspicious for the defendant to buy 10 laser pointers, he acquitted him of possessing offensive weapons as the prosecution had failed to prove that Fong's intent was to hurt police officers during the protests. As for the remaining two charges, the judge ruled that Fong must have known that the man who stopped him after the purchase was a police officer as he was shown a warrant card, but he still tried to escape. The judge also said Fong must have reset his mobile phone at the hospital treatment room as he was the only person who had access to his phone. U.S. officials say Omicron has been discovered in a herd of deer in New York after swabs were taken from more than 100 white-tailed deer captured on Staten Island. The findings have raised fears that the species could harbor new mutant mutations of the virus. Dr. Samira Mubareka is a virologist at the Sunnybrook Research Institute. Humans are the largest reservoir of this virus currently, and there's some pretty convincing experimental data to show that there's transmission between deer and some epidemiological data as well that shows that there can be transmission between deer. So it follows that we need to do surveillance to ensure that there's no transmission or, or, or to look for transmission from deer to humans. The French presidency says the leaders of France, Germany and Poland have expressed their joint support for Ukraine's sovereignty. The announcement came after the three country leaders met in Berlin with President Emmanuel Macron briefing the others on his visits to Moscow and Kiev. The latest diplomatic bid to lessen tensions over the Russian troop buildup. Paris said the three leaders jointly agreed and supported the Minsk Agreement. It's aimed at securing a ceasefire between the Russian-backed insurgents and government forces in eastern Ukraine. But Ukraine's ambassador to the UK, Vadim Pristaiko, said that the agreement cannot be a lasting solution. The problem is that these uh, agreements were imposed on us, enforced by Russians. 
So we we, we can talk about technicalities uh, for for hours, but the the, the most important part is that we are trying to you know to return to normality at the same time. Like the Russians are trying to get us back into the stables of Soviet Union. The University of California has agreed to pay out nearly a quarter of a billion U.S. dollars to settle claims by hundreds of women that they were sexually assaulted by campus gynecologist James Heaps. More details from the BBC's Peter Bowes. James Heaps was based at the university's Los Angeles Student Health Center between 1983 and 2018. He's been accused by 203 women who said they were groped or otherwise abused by the doctor. The university did not begin investigating complaints against Mr. Heaps until 2017, and it's been accused in hundreds of lawsuits of deliberately hiding the gynecologist's alleged sexual abuse of patients. The university said it hoped the financial settlement will provide healing and closure for the women involved. The U.S. Justice Department has announced a record seizure of Bitcoin, worth more than 3.6 billion U.S. dollars, stolen as a part of a hack in 2016. A married couple, Ilya Lichtenstein and Heather Morgan, have been arrested on suspicion of helping to launder the hall. The U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco gave the statement at a news conference. Thanks to good old-fashioned police work, we traced the stolen funds, from the exchange, our message today is clear. The United States, together with our partners and allies, will not allow cryptocurrency to become a vehicle for criminals to operate without consequences. The World Health Organization says that half a million more deaths from COVID-19 have been recorded since the Omicron variant was identified last year. A WHO incident manager, Abdi Mohammed, described the number as beyond tragic in an age of effective vaccines. The former British Prime Minister Gordon Brown is one of the senior WHO officials calling for an additional 17 billion U.S. dollars to fund better distribution of vaccines, as the BBC's Naomi Grimley reports. In his role as a WHO ambassador, Gordon Brown says it's now a test of leadership to see if the world can bring the pandemic under control in 2022. This latest financial push is designed not only to ensure vaccines are distributed more fairly across the globe, but also to provide low-income countries with enough oxygen for treatment, tests for diagnosis and better surveillance to keep on top of newly emerging variants. The leading Republican in the U.S. Senate, Mitch McConnell, has criticized the party for censuring two of two members of Congress who are critical of the former President Donald Trump. The Republican National Committee took action against Liz Cheney and Adam Kitzinger, the only two Republicans to serve on the House Committee to investigate the storming of the Capitol by a mob of Trump supporters. Mr. McConnell said the Republican Party should not be singling out members who held different views and criticized its characterization of the events of January the 6th as legitimate, legitimate political discourse. Well, let me give you my view of what happened January the 6th. And we're all, we're here. We're here. We, we, we saw what happened. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately certified election from one administration to the next. That's what it was. The nominations for this year's Oscars have been announced with The Power of the Dog, directed by Jane Campion, leading the field. It's nominated in 12 categories, including Best Picture and Best Director. The BBC's Sophia Long has more. A man was made by patience and the odds against him. 
Jane Campion is the first woman to get more than one Oscar nomination for Best Director. If she wins for The Power of the Dog, her tense western starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Kirsten Dunst, who were both nominated for their roles, she would be only the third woman to win in the category in the award's 94-year history. My mask says if we went across the water, they wouldn't understand the way we talk. If they can't understand you, then they're not listening. Kenneth Branagh's semi-autobiographical Belfast was nominated for Best Picture, with Dame Judi Dench being shortlisted for Best Supporting Actress. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,836. That's 505 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $79.9 billion. In currency, the U.S. dollar now buys 115.43 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 14 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 56 cents. To sport... And Hong Kong's alpine skier Audrey King has missed out on the chance at Olympic glory at the Beijing Winter Olympics. The 19-year-old was taking part in the women's uh, slalom and ranked 86th in the first test. However, she failed to finish the race and was disqualified. Speaking to TVB, King said she was disappointed, but her main target going into the Games was to complete the race. But King added that she was also happy, adding, I think in the moment that it was the best I could give. On to football. The English Premier League is back after the winter break as Manchester United dropped points against bottom side Burnley. Westwood, nice ball forward to Veghorst, just bounced in front. Oh, lovely turn from Veghorst. Then the switch pass to Rodriguez, into the box. Still Rodriguez must score, does score for Burnley. He does love a goal against Manchester United. That was, that was Jay Rodriguez scoring in Burnley's one-all draw with Manchester United at Turf Moor. His first Premier League goal of the season is also the 100th of his career. The former Everton midfielder Leon Osman says the visitors were bl- to blame for missing chances. It's the proverbial game of two halves. If Manchester United dominate like they did in the first half and have not necessarily the chances, albeit they got too disallowed, but the opportunities to be ruthless. They were just too passive when they had the opportunities to really be clinical. They let them, they let their control just ebb away and then Burnley got in, changed the message, they all started to play on the same page in the second half, get the ball forward, get around it, get it wide, get the ball into the box and actually it started to cause Manchester United some real trouble. They uh, deservedly got themselves a draw out of this game. And the weather forecast for this afternoon and tonight, mainly cloudy, moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds. The outlook, sunny intervals with temperatures rising slightly in the next couple of days. Temperatures will fall again early next week and there will be a few rain patches on Sunday. The temperature right now at the observatory is 17 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity 77%. And that's your news bulletin at 1 from RTHK.
Welcome to the 123 show with me, Sadia Usmani. On the show today, just after 1.30, I talked to Hong Kong-based children's author Suzanne Yunnan, who has just launched her new book and